Welcome to the Happy Whole You Podcast. I'm Anna Marie Frank, your brain health and wellness expert. Here we talk about all things wellness with a focus on how your brain functions. So the daily impact of our physical, nutritional, financial, even spiritual lives, how they impact our brain, including how we navigate all of our relationships on a daily basis, all have a major impact on how our brain functions. So get ready to rewire your biology and your brain because we have a lot of great information ahead. Thanks for joining me today, you guys. I have a special guest, Kathy Davis, with me today who is all things vegan inspired. And she has written multiple, multiple cookbooks and they are all vegan inspired cookbooks. She has the 30 minute whole food plant-based cookbook, the super easy plant-based cookbook and the budget friendly plant-based cookbook. And she travels around the States in her RV with her husband and they have been to 17 different States and 15 national parks and have continued to be able to eat healthy and follow the cooking tips that she has in her cookbook while traveling. So, I mean, I think that's a big deal. We had a great time recording this podcast and I'm excited to share it with you. So here we go. All right, Kathy Davis, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Anna Marie. I'm so excited to be here and share my story with you and your audience. Yes. So one of the reasons I wanted to have you on, not only because you have your new third cookbook coming out called The Budget-Friendly Plant-Based cookbook diet. And ultimately, because you are like the myth buster when it comes to plant-based diet, plant-based meal prep, plant-based cooking. So can you just share with the audience a little bit about yourself and why you are doing what you're doing? Yes. Thank you so much. I would love to. So I am a plant-based lifestyle coach, recipe developer, and the CEO of Veg Inspired. And I have been eating this way plant-based vegan for over seven years. And about a year and a half ago, I really shifted my daily habits to eat more whole plant-based foods. And in that journey and in that shift from kind of the vegan junk food to more of the healthier, whole, nutritious plant-based foods, I found that I could make it, you know, make meals happen quickly. I could make them easy, which is something that I never really considered because I love to cook. So for me, it was always fun. But I really started to look at how I could make plant-based eating more accessible and really help people see that it can be easy. It can fit into 30 minutes, no cook recipes, one pot meals. And it also can fit into a budget. Just like you said, with my new cookbook, like it really is about taking a step back and looking at those whole plant foods and seeing that they are wallet friendly. They, you know, beans are some of the most inexpensive, but nutrient dense foods in the market. And, you know, being a full-time traveler, I have these experiences with all these grocery stores and really needed to kind of look at what my options were that I could make plant-based living really accessible in any situation. I love that because yeah, when you're traveling, I literally just got back from a two and a half week vacation and you're going to, you don't always have access to the same grocery store that you're used to with your items that you're used to getting, which can make it kind of fun because you can experiment, but it is good to have like those key go-to ingredients. So if you were to say like, what are like the five plant-based ingredients that 
will cover a lot of bases that are like your go-tos. Yes. So every week on my grocery list, I have potatoes on the menu, on the grocery list. I always have potatoes. I can make them into French fry wedges. I can bake them. I can boil them. So they're always potatoes. I always have beans because they just add, they, they add like a heartiness to the meal, really making the meals more satiating. I always add greens to every grocery list. It doesn't matter what grocery store I'm in. I'm either buying fresh kale from the bulk section or the the loose kale section or those clamshells of baby mixed greens or baby spinach and just adding that to every meal. I always have some type of fruit because that really helps to satisfy my sweet tooth. Lately, I've been eating grapes that I'm freezing which is always so fun because it's been so hot. But those- I those, love frozen grapes. <laughs> yes, I do too. Or blueberries. Oh, ooh, frozen blueberries. I actually did a recipe from the Engine 2 cookbook on frozen blueberries and they mix them with vegan dark chocolate and then oh, freeze yeah. them. So it's like chocolate. Oh, they were so <laughs> good. So let's see, potatoes, beans, greens, fruit, and then usually some type of vegetable- whether it's carrots, cucumber, I like those for snacks or peppers and onions that I can saute up or roast. Those are probably my go-to. And then of course I filter in rice and other grains and, and you know variety of beans. But those are my go-to that I can get at any grocery store. It doesn't matter if they're huge mass grocery stores or teeny tiny little grocery stores outside the national parks. I can find my favorite ingredients anywhere. Oh, I love it. And they're not like super expensive either. That's what people think that, you know, it's expensive to eat plant-based or to eat healthy in general. And yeah, I work with clients all the time and it's like, no, I mean, you can get three and a half pounds of organic blueberries at Costco for like $7. Like that's super inexpensive. Yes. Very inexpensive. And those, those blueberries are nutrient dense, right? Antioxidants, they're delicious. They satisfy that sweet tooth. Like they're like the perfect food. And that's what I always say. Yes. When you're walking through the grocery store and you see vegan cheese, 1099 or 699 or 999 or the vegan analog products that are two burgers for 799. You're like, Whoa, veganism is expensive. But junk foods are right. Right. Overly processed. They're chemically made or made in a factory. They're not, they're not whole foods that they just pick from the earth. So of course they're a little bit more expensive. And that's the thing is like advertising is what really kind of screws us up in more ways than one. But when you're being advertised like the impossible burger and, or like these processed vegan items, they are, they do cost more, right? They do cost more because there's a whole process behind them. And we forget that the earth is literally giving us all the nutrition, the herbs, the fruits, the vegetables, beans, the nuts, the seeds, all the fun things that are highly nutritious and they're super easy and they're quick too, which is another thing that you talk about in that is like how to prepare these meals quickly, right? So they're time-friendly, they're budget-friendly. What is your favorite? Because I know you also travel a lot. So what would be your favorite couple to-go meals or to-go snacks that anyone could do super easy and they're budget-friendly? Yes. My favorite snack as of lately has been boiled 
small potatoes. We love having just cold potatoes in the fridge. I can pull them out and eat them cold, maybe mix them with a little tofu mayo for a potato salad or chop them up, warm them up, add a little sauerkraut and mustard and really get those you know, healthy gut ingredients. And I just love how easy they are. They can travel to the national parks with us. A lot of times I will make a homemade granola bar so that I can control the ingredients. And I have a recipe that can be done in 30 minutes, which is so easy. And actually I can send you the link. I did it on, I shared it on YouTube. So it's from one of my cookbooks, but it's already available on YouTube, which means your Perfect. audience we'll put that in the show notes. as a bonus. Yes. We love that. And honestly, I love easy trail mixes. I love dried fruit, fresh fruit. We do a lot of that for national park snacking. And then for things that are a little more time consuming, I'll make something like deviled potatoes or hummus. I can do a homemade hummus and take that with me. A lot of times it's more about what can I make that I can put into a cooler and we can eat you know, after we've been driving. So we get up really early when we explore the national parks. And we'll often take overnight oats with us that we can eat a couple hours in. We'll pull off on one of the pull-offs, have a beautiful view, eat our overnight oats. And then a few hours later, we might have a chickpea salad sandwich or a tempeh BLT, just something that really packs in the nutrients, but is easily to pack and go. And then usually we have, we used to do rice in the rice cooker or something that was timed. So when we got back from our hike, we had this carb-loading, re-energizing meal that was ready to go when we got back. I love that. And I think that a lot of people will say, okay, but where are you getting your protein? And both the, you and I both know that <laughs> plant-based, you can get a ton of protein. So can you share like your top four different protein resources that you eat? Yes. So I absolutely love beans. But fun fact, that wasn't always the case. I did not start liking beans until after I went vegan. So I actually started my vegan journey not loving beans, not loving the texture, not really enjoying bean meals, but my palate changed. And so I always try to have beans as part of my meals. With my overnight oats, I use unsweetened organic soy milk. So there's some protein in there. And like you said, you and I both know that there's protein in everything, but I love unsweetened organic soy milk. That's just soybeans and water, no fillers, no gums, no fat, no sugar. I love beans. I love to make bean mashes or bean dips, hummus, black bean spreads, things like that. They can easily be smeared on a baked tostada or on a whole grain tortilla, or even on bread for a sandwich. And then I love tofu and tempeh, but again, I didn't always love tempeh. I really think it's how it's prepared. And so we've kind of perfected this tempeh bacon where we cook it low and slow in some spices and maple syrup and soy sauce and ingredients of that nature to really give it this nice, deep, savory, bacony type flavor. And that's usually, those are my top favorites, tofu, tempeh, beans, and my organic soy milk. Love it. And I I think a fun little fact is that there is more protein in a hundred calories of broccoli than there is in a hundred calories of red meat. So yeah, that's a little fun one that I like to remind people of (laughs) because yeah, it's like a shock to us because we're not advertised that way. And then I always tell people like, 
where, like, if you think of electrolytes, where do you get, where can you get electrolytes? And the first thing they'll say is like Gatorade or Powerade, you know, our sports drink when it's like, just eat an apple. Right. Right. <laughs> or an orange right. or something like that. Can't you add lemon to your water? And isn't that, doesn't that have a lemon? Oh yeah. You'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny, but we are, we're advertised a certain way. And I think there's so much information out there and it can be confusing. You know, I'm the type of person that I, I've done the whole vegan thing. I've done the vegetarian thing. I've done the paleo. I play with different diets. I hate the word diet because honestly, I don't ever say I'm on a diet, but I try these different quote unquote diets because I have clients that try them. And I like to just kind of like put myself in their shoes and what they're trying and what they're working towards. And I think that it's important, you know, cause I know you lost like 40 pounds when you started, you know, eating this way that you have to find what works for you and your lifestyle. But I think the most important thing around, you know, being a vegan or vegetarian is the point that we all need more fruits and vegetables and beans and seeds and nuts and, you know, these things that are naturally coming from the earth because they are so nutrient dense that you don't have to label yourself, but that should be the majority of what we are ingesting in our diet are these items because they are so nutrient dense. And if you want to prevent diabetes, cancer, all these things, this is essentially where it's at, right? (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. I have a couple of clients that are actually even seeing the benefits of eating this way against some of those standard American diseases. And I just, the power of plants is incredible. And I, I love that you are, I have a similar philosophy to me, right? Eat more plants. Just eat more plants. Add so add a handful of spinach to that pasta sauce. Add, add an extra fruit to your meal. Add an extra side of veggies. Like get, just get more plants on your plate. And that's really my philosophy when I'm working with new clients or anybody that's really coming into this space is how can we help you eat more plants? And then I always tell people, don't worry so much about the number on the scale. Really start tracking how this food makes you feel. An hour after you eat, 30 minutes after you eat, what do you feel? Does your body feel energized and excited or are you groggy and ready to put your feet up and tired? Figure out what what foods make you feel good and eat more of those. That is such a great point because, I mean, when I work with people, I always, I mean, we ultimately know what's healthy and unhealthy, right? But the way that I approach food with some of my clients is, is your body reactive or non-reactive, right? Like some people cannot eat nuts or like, I'll give you an example. So I had a gal who I do these full body scans and we, we went through and saw what her food sensitivities were and nuts came up like almonds, walnuts, cashews. And she's like, that's what I eat. Like, and she's healthy gal. She cut those out of her diet And she lost like five pounds within like 10 days, right? Because her body was reactive to it. And one thing we know about nuts is that some people have a hard time digesting them. So if you actually put your nuts in water and soak them in the refrigerator overnight, that kind of like helps pre-digest those nuts for you. And then you can go and eat them and you might not have the same reactive inflammatory response to them, right? (laughs) So really looking at as you said, Kathy, like, how do I feel like 30 minutes from now, an hour from now, two hours from now. And I'm not a big, like weigh yourself type of person, 
But if you are like, I don't know if I'm reactive or non-reactive to something, you can do like elimination or like, for example, take the nuts out of your diet for a week, weigh yourself every morning, and then add nuts back into your diet and weigh yourself the next day. And if your scale goes up by a half a pound or more, you know that you had an inflammatory response, right? So we're... <laughs> That's we're, brilliant. Yeah. I so love that. That's a great I, idea. <laughs> I call it a science experiment because again, nobody wants to be on a diet, but it's a science experiment. And so, you know, that's a way that you can kind of play with the foods that, that you're eating. And if you do have a response, an inflammatory response or not. So, yeah. That's awesome. And I love your tip on soaking them because I, so when I switched from the junk food, I did reduce the amount of nuts and I really think that, that that was a huge, that led to that weight loss naturally because I was just eating so much less fat, still getting in my ground flax and my chia seeds, but really reducing the excess of nuts, like less cashew sauces and less cashew cheeses and things mm-hmm. like that. You guys, I wanted to take a quick break to remind you, you can go to happyholeyou.com and you can get your brain nutraceuticals, get our books, also some high vibe items, as well as learn about our life guide coaching programs and use the code podcast five to get 5% off the entire store. And I wanted to remind you about our brain nutraceuticals and how they are each a two month supply. We actually are really working on creating a sustainable product. All of our products have multiple active ingredients in them. We are saving on plastics. We are saving on our carbon footprint. And let's just jump right into Happy You. And I'm just going to share with you the ingredients in Happy You and how they are going to impact your body and help with your mood. So one of the first ingredients we have is our B6, which B6 is an important coenzyme that helps with the production of serotonin. You actually need B6 and tryptophan to even think about beginning to make the feel-good hormone serotonin. Also B12 we have in here, and it plays a vital role in red blood cell production, iron levels, and overall transportation of oxygen to all of your cells. We have 5-MTHF, which is really also known as folate. It's another B vitamin, and it has a significant positive impact on the biochemical reactions that regulate our cardiovascular system, our neurological system, reproductive system, and detoxification systems. Also, it specifically has reactions related to our DNA production, histamine metabolism, estrogen metabolism, eye health, fat metabolism, cellular energy, and liver health. Also, we have 5-HTP in this product, which is an agent that helps in the synthesis of serotonin. We have our holy basil, an adaptogen, an anti-inflammatory, and antioxidant herb that is very calming. We also have our magnesium glyconate, and there are many different types of magnesiums. As you guys probably know, we talk about it, but glyconate has special powers to help with mood and bowel movements. And then we have our magnesium althreonate, which has special powers to cross the blood-brain barrier. And last but not least, we have tryptophan in our happy you. And this is the amino acid that is converted into serotonin in the body. And it also helps 
the body make proteins and certain brain signaling chemicals. So super, super important. And then if we dive into our Bright U, you guys probably already know Bright U is full of anti-inflammatory properties. We have turmeric, decaffeinated green tea. We have ashwagandha, red pack ginseng, resveratrol, magnesium L-threonate, all in one single bottle, one single formula that's going to help with focusing. It's also going to have anti-inflammatory properties and neuroprotective properties as well. And then we have our Calm You. So this is the wonderful formula. It's just going to like chill you out without making you tired, without making you sleepy. And we have different magnesiums in this. So we have the magnesium malate in our Calm You, and it has special powers to calm the mind. And then we also have the magnesium L3 and 8. Magnesium L3 and 8 is in all three of our products because as you know, we've talked about it, magnesium L3 and 8 crosses the blood-brain barrier, super, super important for brain health. Then we also have our B6 in um, our Calm You as well. As you know, an important enzyme that helps with the production of serotonin. We have GABA, which is this naturally occurring amino acid that works as a neuro transmitter in your brain. We also have lemon balm extract, and this is a calming herb, and it has the added benefits to help with anxiousness, ADD, ADHD symptoms. And we also have L-theanine, another amino acid found in plants, and it promotes relaxation without drowsiness. And then last but not least, we have our holy basil in the Calm You, which is an adaptogen, anti-inflammatory, antioxidant properties, and it's also a calming herb. So you guys, jump over to happyholeyou.com, grab yourself the brain nutraceuticals that are going to work for you. Use the code PODCAST5 to get 5% off your entire order of anything you purchase. And also you can take the quiz online to figure out what brain nutraceutical would work best for your brain type. All right, let's dive back in. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because those, I mean, let's be honest, like nuts are super good and they're jam-packed with good nutrition, but they are very calorie dense. So if you're not, you know, utilizing those calories, they do get stored as fat, right? Um, They're healthy fats, but nevertheless, we don't need to be storing more than what our body, our body needs. (laughs) Exactly. So can you share with our listeners your cookbooks and the, your most recent cookbook that is coming out and um, yeah, you can share with them that information. Yes, I would love to. So my first cookbook was a 30-minute whole food plant-based cookbook, and it really focused on whole plant-based recipes that you could get done in 30 minutes. They're fairly easy, and there's no salt, oil, or refined sugar. So that cookbook is really popular with people who are looking to eat whole food plant-based SOS. The second cookbook played off of that, but expanded the super easy options. So it's the super easy plant-based cookbook. And it's actually divided into four main sections. One is a five ingredient section. One is a no cook section. One is additional 30 minute meals. And they're all different 30 minute meals than the first book. So they're exclusive to their own books. And then the last one is one pot. And I can be honest that my absolute favorite recipe from that cookbook are the chickpea El Pastor tacos. And they're a one pot sheet pan meal. You throw everything on the sheet pan, you roast it. While it's roasting, you make a quick pineapple salsa or buy a pineapple or fruit type salsa. And then you make tacos with it. And it's they're so good. They're our favorites. We make them all the time. 
and they're just so easy. I just love being able to throw everything in the oven on the sheet pan and then, you know, dinner's done 35, 40 minutes. So it's great. And then the last book, which you mentioned earlier is the budget friendly plant-based diet cookbook. And that one focuses on meals that are budget friendly. And actually I, with this one, I included a three week meal plan with meals that are $7 or less a day. So it's very, very budget friendly. And I did, I spent a lot of work and it was really fun to kind of compare grocery store prices across the country and really look at how we can buy foods and buy, you know, is bulk really cheaper? And, you know, should I get the store grocery card? Spoiler alert, you should. And I have enough store grocery cards to have a whole ring of them because we go to a different grocery store every couple of weeks. (laughs) Totally. You save a lot of money there. Yes. (laughs) So, okay. Once people get like, okay, we have the cookbook, right? And you go to the store and you get all the healthy ingredients. And then, you know, there's this whole thing of, you know, oh, the food goes bad or I just don't have the time. So do you meal prep or what, what do you encourage people to do to make sure they utilize the food they buy and, you know, be most effective with their vegan meals? Yes. My number one tip is actually meal planning. I get a lot of slack on people saying, well, I can't meal prep. I don't have four hours on a Sunday. I have family and kids and everything. And I say, okay, what's the the pain point? The pain point is usually I am too busy and I grab something convenient. And my answer is always, all right, let's take a step back and let's make plant-based eating convenient. What can we plan into your schedule that can help you eat more plants? So you look at your calendar and you say, okay, Tuesdays are crazy. Susie has dance and Johnny has ball and we have to do you know, gymnastics for both kids. It's just, everybody's running around everywhere. I have five minutes to cook. I say, okay, can you cook something extra on Sunday that you can heat up on Monday? Can we look for a five minute no cook meal that is easy? Can we grab easy, quick cooking rice or quick cooking quinoa or something that's pre-cooked that is plant-based in the freezer section or in the produce section. And I really walk my clients and and I train in my, in my community too, on planning aligned with your calendar. If you know, you don't have more than five minutes and you always grab that frozen pizza, can you make a pizza that you can grab and throw together? Can you do quick pita pizzas that can be in the oven while you're getting the kids dressed for their gymnastics or whatever their event is and really making it accessible and really focusing on no recipe meals, which is funny from a cookbook author, right? But, but eventually you start to learn, right? You start to learn that you don't necessarily need a recipe. You need to, you might need to know how long to cook the potatoes, but you could do sweet potatoes with a can of black beans and some chopped avocado and you've got a pretty complete meal. Maybe add in a handful of spinach and everybody's happy. The flavors are good and it's ready pretty quickly. Yeah. And you want to know something that I think is really funny is that, okay, first of all, going to fast food is expensive as ever. And I know this because I just traveled and of course we ate out more than what we like to, well, what I like to, <laughs> right. but 
Also, if you literally took the time that you're sitting in a drive-thru or that you're sitting and waiting for someone to make your food and bring it to you, you literally could go home like yesterday, I, and this was not plant-based, but we, I had literally 30 minutes and we got grass-fed beef and I got beans because I love beans. Amazing. And then we got our corn tortillas and I just made really quick. We just made some tacos. And then I had already in the fridge chopped up cilantro. And it was like, literally we had you know, less than 30 minutes to not only make the food, but to eat the food and then get back in the car. And the one thing that I think is really important because people are busier than ever, I have two children and I have to fight it every time not to rush them. Because if you think about it, when we are babies and you're feeding a baby, you go to give them baby food and they'll take the one bite and you're already trying to stick the spoon in front of their face to feed them again. And they're not even done with the first bite. So we're programming our children and we've already programmed ourselves to eat so fast that we all need to take a step back and we all need to slow down. So I'm saying this because what I love about what you said is planning versus always meal prepping because I had to plan in my head like, okay, what can I do? Okay, I have one pound of ground beef. I have a can of low sodium organic black beans. I have cilantro already in the fridge. We have corn tortillas. Okay, boom, boom, boom. And then I had like those easy bell peppers, right? That you can just buy those organic bell peppers. And then I give each kid two or three of those and like, boom, there you have it. So I think that that's great. Like think about planning and when you're going to be busy. Sometimes people prep and then they don't even eat the food they, they prep. <laughs> exactly. And and so if you meal plan and that's, I love what you said. So there's so many takeaways from what you just said. I need to almost like take a step back and take a minute. But first, the most relatable thing is I was a elementary school teacher before Life on the Road and plant-based coaching. And I am programmed to eat fast. I can down an entire tray of food in less than 15 minutes because all those years of taking the kids to the line, uh-huh. getting them seated, making sure they had what they had. You get like five minutes for lunch. <laughs> yeah. And I like chow as fast as I can. So that's extremely relatable. And I've had to slow myself down also. The other thing I wanted to point out too, is that you talked about planning and knowing what you had. A lot of times we don't even know what we have because yes. we didn't plan. So we bought, Ooh, that asparagus looks good. And this broccoli looks good. And then all of a sudden you are in your fridge a week later and you're like, Oh, that asparagus doesn't look so good anymore. Or you <laughs> buy mushrooms and you yes. plan, you plan to eat them, but things happen. And then all right. of a sudden you pull out a container of mushrooms and they're bad. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay. And that's one of the, I love like frozen, like frozen broccoli, I don't know, frozen food, like more so as as we've gotten a little bit busier, just because, you know, if something, you know, we don't want it to go bad. Right. And I'm like, I swear I should like be endorsed by Costco because I promote like they're, they have organic broccoli frozen, organic blueberries, frozen strawberries. I mean, all the things. And then you can get the big tubs of mixed greens. I mean, I always love like, you know, if you can make it to your farmer's market and buy locally as much as possible. But again, like when I was in Tennessee, we drove 45 minutes to find like made it. So we went to the Costco because we had a huge group of people and we wanted to get good, healthy food. And, you know, you don't always know the local farmer's market, but 
there are options and they're not expensive and it is planning and, you know, it is important to write down what you have. And here I go rambling. I just, this just popped in my head. So my grandparents all growing up when I would go there, they, you know, canned food was like really big with my grandparents and they literally had, when you open their cupboard, a checklist where you would cross out, like if they bought, you know, my grandpa would buy like 10 cans of refried beans because they were 59 cents at the local store, whatever. And they'd buy them in bulk and then put them in there. And every time you took one, you crossed it out. Right. So like they totally knew, of course they had eight children. So (laughs) there was a lot of uh, planning going on there, but it is important. Like you said, Kathy, like know, knowing what you have and planning and, and then knowing you don't have to be perfect, right? Like it's just making that intention to add those the fruits and vegetables into your diet. And I think in the era of COVID, we forget that food is information in our body and it's literally telling our cells how to divide what to do. And so if you're always putting in junk or you're always putting in food in a stressful, detoxing environment, like eating food, like stressed out and in a rush, your body's not going to digest the food. It's not going to do all the things that it knows to do and can do to protect you. Because I always tell people, our bodies are constantly trying to keep us alive. I mean, it's like our bodies are amazing, but we don't give it enough, our bodies enough credit. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, it always takes me back to how you feel. Like when you eat this way, you just feel more energized. Like I can't imagine if I were to eat fast food, how I would feel now after it's been so long. And so really just, it's not that I never eat junk, right? I, you just said the, my favorite word is intention. I create intentional daily habits around my goals of eating plant foods. That doesn't mean if I come across an amazing vegan restaurant that might have a vegan donut, that I'm not going to eat a vegan donut. It just means that my daily intention is really sticking with those yeah. whole plant foods that make me feel amazing. Yeah, totally. I always say it's like 80, 20, 80% of the time I'm like doing really good. And then 20% of the time I'm like, well, it is what it is. And I'm doing what I can do right now and you know, whatever. And so it's giving yourself that grace and that space to just, you know, not be perfect and nobody's perfect and that's okay. All right. Any last minute tips, tricks that you want to give the audience or where they can find you on social media. And we will put your a link to your new book coming out, your new cookbook and all that information in the show notes, but anything else you want to share with our audience? Yeah. I, you know, I loved that you just said to give yourself grace to really kind of explore this and eat more plants. It, I always tell people, you don't have to be perfect. You really can just simply eat more plants, crowd out than the high inflammation animal products or the overly processed foods with those whole foods and make it easy, make it easy on yourself. So that's my biggest takeaway. I hope that you all love this. Give it a, give it a review, give it a star. I love, I love encouraging that. And I love Anna Marie's information. This is wonderful. If you do want to connect with me, I do have a free Facebook community, the Veg Inspired Foodies. And I can send you a link to that as well, but it's just veginspired.com slash foodies. And I do live trainings and share recipes and tips in there as well. And the community is really supportive and all the members are awesome and I'm pretty active as well. So it's fun to connect there with friends. Oh, and you can also find me on Instagram at Veg Inspired. Awesome. I love it. And that's the whole thing, you guys, everybody listening, We are all on this planet to help each other and we all have these gifts and Kathy has been through it 
and she has lived this. And so she is literally giving you her highest and best tips. So you don't have to like, you know, do all the screw ups with the meals and, you know, spend all the extra money and, you know, all the things. So take her tips and learn from her because she's going to save you time and money. And yeah, I just, that's what I love about when people take the time to write a book. I feel like what a gift it is to like humanity because, you know, it's just, it's so powerful because not only did you live it and learn from it and experience it, but then you also took many, many hours of your life to like get it in this beautiful little package that other people can just utilize and it's at their fingertips. So from one author to another, I applaud you and thank you for what you are contributing. So thanks for joining me today, Kathy and everybody. Thank you for listening and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for joining us today, you guys, on this Happy Whole You podcast. We are so stoked that you are listening. And if you have questions or want to reach out to us, you can always email us at info at happyholeyou.com. And you know where to find us at Happy Whole You on Facebook and at Happy Whole You on Instagram. So have a wonderful day. Have a great week. And we will see you soon.